Zanya Mosaka on 702. It's 10 minutes past two and we connect to our Cape Talk studio. Uh, that's where we find Wendy Nola. It's time for Nola Knows. And uh, we're talking about consumer matters. So this time around, as we kind of promised last week, we didn't get to touch on it, but Wendy's gone on to expand on the topic of our toilet paper, how not to get a bum deal. Wendy, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> well, you know, it works. I mean, this is what I love about consumer journalism. You can do everything from you know, privacy issues that you've just been touching on to, you know, scams in the insurance industry, cars, cell phones. And then you could talk about toilet paper as sure. well. Because um, what I've discovered in 20 years of consumer journalism is that South African consumers, and I think those the world over, get really quite excited about toilet paper issues, how much it's costing, which is the best, um, whether we're being ripped or the shrinking of the packs and all those sorts of things. So, so yeah, it's always a good conversation. Yes, because in between, my experience, between you and you I know. and our listeners, we're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> you can't help yourself. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> it's one of those products, Wendy, where supermarkets, if to, you're flipping yeah. through the papers and so on, and they have mm. those supplements in there about their best deals and offers, it is what supermarkets use to draw consumers to a store. Very much so. Um, they know that, that many consumers will chase the, the toilet paper specials. Um, yeah. so they get you in there in a, in a, in a good deal. And, um, the point that I want to make, um, and I hope I make it well, some examples in the next little while is that if you don't look beyond the retail selling price for your pack of nine or 18 or whatever it is you're buying, you're likely to end up buying one of the most expensive toilet paper products on the market while actually thinking you're getting a great deal. Oh. Because, yeah, because there are so many variables. The size of each sheet, the thickness, the size of the cardboard core, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, the, uh, the dodgy end of the market, they make that ca- that cardboard core um, bigger than it should be. So you think you're getting a big roll and you, you then realize, oh, yeah, this core is quite large. <laughs> and then, of course, the number of the sheets as well. And so there's a lot of corners that can be cut by manufacturers you know if they want to and you discover you know too late when you've already got the stuff home so, yes yes and whenever um, this conversation I, comes up though we we always uh, have to visit the regulations because south africa has regulated around toilet paper well yes and no technically toilet paper is regulated by the trade metrology act to protect to protect we consumers from being ripped off by the more unscrupulous manufacturers so for example legal one ply must have 500 perforated sheets per roll. Each sheet must measure, believe it or not, 100 millimeters by 110 millimeters. Oh, so it's not a perfect and square. Core, <laughs> no, it's not a perfect oh. square. And the core diameter of each roll should be 40 millimeters. Two ply, ply can legally have 300 sheets. And then more recently, about seven years ago, they brought in a second, um, sheet number which is 200 okay. but this is a problem for me they should be called mini rolls and often they're not so many of the 200 sheet rolls people buy them on the basis of price they think oh this is this this is it's too planned look it's cheap yeah um and then they get home and they realize this you know they put it on the toilet roll holder and it looks a bit smaller and that's because they've got 200 sheets instead of 350 so sheets. there's so actually the saving that you you're saying that isn't much of a saving there no, there isn't. If you if you work it out per sheet, it's much more expensive. The manufacturer right. said, you know, a lot of people want to buy two ply, but they can't afford it. So this whole more affordable thing means per packet's cheaper, but actually you're paying less and getting a lot less. So sheet for sheet, it is the most expensive way to buy two ply. It's just very misleading, and I have a big mm. problem with it personally. So always check if you're buying two ply and it seems cheap. 
look at how many sheets you're getting. You should be getting 350. You're getting 200. That's why it's quite a few sheets short yes. of the of the standard. The standard is still 350. But I mean, the stuff you're buying, the one plant particular that uh, is being sold off the back of Bucky's and by street hawkers, mm. spaza shops, it's far, far, far from compliant and nobody's going to be regulating that they're just it's just not being regulated it's very cheap and you get what you pay for as anyone who's ever seen that stuff and we all have i'm sure it's so thin you have to use so many sheets to get mm-hmm. how should we put this delicately the desired result mm-hmm. so again it's a case of of false economy you know you're paying less and getting a lot less wow as well okay so mm. uh there is the 350 sheets or 200 sheets mini but it That's doesn't two ply yes yeah, two ply and then of course you have the the, the one plant which must also be clearly indicated but to be honest none of that packaging is shouting that out no you know because I think I haven't seen anything that says 350 sheets you know so that you 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 don't get confused so that you make this direct relationship between the number of sheets and what you're paying no Sometimes they do the three, the 200 sheet thing instead of 350 when it's sort of premium, like, um, say aloe vera or something that sounds posh and extra. Um, and you think, oh, that's not a bad deal. And then, you know, it's 200 sheets. Um, Mm. they should be making it a lot. They, you know, they say it's there, but how many people are looking at the number of, sheets you're getting in your yeah. toilet roll and that's why we're having this conversation because yeah, so the, you know ultimately knowledge then, is power absolutely so the bottom line is to always check the oh. sheet count when you're buying always toilet check paper. the sheet count but there's another thing um to this whole issue and that's what we how we started uh, this conversation about toilet rolls and that is that the thickness has is not regulated and has never been regulated mm. so all two plies not created equal you get premium two ply those are the most expensive usually thick soft uh, each sheet is, is is quite thick and then you get what the in, the industry actually calls it entry level two ply <laughs> where it's so thin that you people have complained that it's actually one ply because it's so thin but it's actually two ply and and Lamise Johnson started the conversation uh, last week when she tweeted well done to Clicks SA for selling toilet paper that legit looks and feels like one ply when the packaging reads two ply we buy this every month only to find a problem with this month mm-hmm. and then a whole lot of people came out and said yeah me too have, uh, what's going on because I did um, see the picture you posted uh, because she yes. let the, 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 the two ply run over the packaging that has <laughs> yes. ink underneath Graphic picture yes. yes but ultimately it, it was quite thin it was not I mean quite yes. see-through yeah 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 so that's technically is two ply, but just very, very thin two ply. Because I first raised this with clicks way back in 2012 when mm-hmm. someone else um, complained about exactly the same thing. They said this is this is not two ply; it's one ply. And mm. at the time, click spokesperson Susan Caminada got back to me to say the product wasn't flag two ply, two ply, and that it was embossed and could be split into two sheets. So technically, it was two ply, uh-huh. and that's when I learned. You know, not all two pliers created equally. They don't have to state the this, this thickness. It's not um, regulated anywhere. Mm. Um, uh, so she says, you know, she did say it's part of their pay less range and was an entry level product. She said for more luxury product, consumers should buy branded premium toilet paper such as Baby Soft or Twin Saver Luxury. So there's the lesson in that. I went back to her um, last week, that's Susan Caminata, to say, but was there something in particular wrong with that? the current batch because yeah. Lamise appears to be a regular buyer yeah, of the product and she's only had a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the response from Clicks was we've sold well over 100 
million toilet rolls in the past 12 months and we've received very few, in fact, less than 0.00003% complaints regarding the the product in the photograph. The technical specs of toilet paper are still legislated by government to which we comply. However, customer satisfaction is very important to us and we are in touch with the customers who have complained to investigate it if it's a batch issue. So I haven't heard back from her, but yeah, it's an example of... uh, how we take our toilet paper seriously, and so we should because Absolutely. you know it's it's something we all have to buy, and and it's expensive. And have you and seen the price? I was going to say yeah, we should care exactly. because it's one of those big value items in your trolley. Well, you know, if you think we always talk about you know where the p- petrol price goes up, the fuel price goes up, everything does too. Do you know how much space toilet rolls take in a in a in a truck? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Wow. Um, so it's one of the, you know, it's one of all, well, all products really. Mm-hmm. But t- toilet rolls weigh little, but they're very bulky to, mm-hmm. to transport mm-hmm. around. I mean, mm-hmm. is anyone who even buys them from a supermarket knows mm-hmm. they are a bulky item? Yeah. Absolutely. So let's take so, calls. Uh, 011-8830702-31702 for your SMSs. We're giving you inside knowledge about what you are buying. And we started by looking at toilet paper, um, the, the regulations around it. What's been your experience? I were, uh, the, 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 the role that I currently have at the moment, uh, in my loo, for instance, the, it's a two ply and the one, is perfectly fine but then the one on the inside is half so it's running half in the middle and it's not torn or attached to some to to, to oh, the bottom no, one that's annoying exactly so however the cutting happened seemingly with this particular role there's one that uh, fits the specifications that you mentioned but one that now the top one one of the sheets on the inside rather runs half so it's uneven that's should take it that, that needs a picture i think as a i should i should actually take <laughs> you a picture should. you're right and i'll share you that should. with you. So let's go to this voice note as we take your calls this afternoon as well. Hello, Azania. It's Krista here. Um, I'm traveling from Johannesburg to the Free State. I absolutely love your show and uh, the, the topics that you talk about. I just want to make a comment regarding the packaging. Did you know that when they advertise non-alcoholic beers, uh, there's actually 0.01 or 0.05 alcohol in those beers. So it's never, never 100% alcohol free. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Ah, oh, did you know wow. that, Wendy? Because I we are going to talk that. about other products in a short while. Um, we are. I wonder paper. how that works for for people who are choosing not to drink alcohol yes. and thinking that it is alcohol-free. That's, yes. that's, oh, I'll have to look into that. I didn't realize that. No. Yes, and I wonder what the regulation then says. Uh, at what point is it alcoholic and what do you mention? Um, I'm guessing that does fit the regulation, but I didn't realize there was such a regulation yeah. around oh, it. I that wonder. Laugh was for it for negligible amounts. Yeah, you'd think it would zero would be zero. Yes, yes, Very zero should be zero. Let's hear next from Bongani in Orange Grove. Hello, Bongani. Hi, Azania. This is a related question. I just want to find out what responsibility do uh, shopping malls have in providing toilet paper to people who use the shopping mall? I'm asking because I've once. I once went to Maponya Mall in Soweto, mm-hmm. and they kept the toilet roll outside the toilet cubicle, which meant you had to roll whatever quantity you require before you go into the toilet cubicle. Yes. I found it rather inhumane. Like, I felt it should be their responsibility to provide things like toilet, toilet paper. paper. Mm, that's an interesting one, Bungan. It does take us yeah. slightly off, but uh, yes, Wendy? 
It's yeah, it's the same topic, but not paying for it. Um, yeah, we're not, they, not paying for it. I think they would be within their rights to do that. They are supplying it. It is a little awkward to have to, you know, take your lot of toilet paper and then go. In. But I think mm-hmm. you'd find that mm-hmm. the toilet rolls are being stolen, mm-hmm. and that happens in all sorts of places. So um, mm-hmm. they're supplying it, but they're making it difficult um, for it to be stolen. Right. So I don't think there's any any regulation or anything that they are. Um, violating with that one. It's just yeah, a reality. Yeah, they, yeah. They've obviously come up with that as a result of, of hard lessons with missing toilet rolls. Absolutely. Trolls. Let's go to Jane in Santon. Hello, Jane. Hello, Zanya. Hi. I have made observations about toilet paper, and I know that I'm in a rich country when the quality of the toilet paper is very good. <sighs> but the only reason I'm not complaining about the, the fact that the quality of our toilet paper is worse is the fact that our, our sewage plants cannot even cope with the amount of sewage that there is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can, if that toilet paper breaks down easier mm-hmm. and it's a bit thinner, mm-hmm. well, we just have to live with it. Mm, I see, because you're saying down the line, in, later on, there is a little bit of a benefit that it's easier to break down if it's poorer quality or thin. Your thoughts, uh, Wendy? Absolutely, that's a nice environmental take yes, on it. Um, yes. I do know, though, that, I mean, it's a case of then getting used to using less mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because if, <laughs> it's quite hard to phrase this delicately, but, I mean, if it's really, really thin, you are going to tend to want more. to use more because right. to get the same result as you would with less of a better quality yes. um toilet paper. I have a daughter who's a third year university student who stays in res and she has just from a child, no matter what I do, because I'm quite a frugal person, uh-huh. she just when she's home for vac the, the our toilet days. roll concert, I say to we, we we make up our fee, we get the value for money from our from our res fees just from the toilet paper you're using. She, I <laughs> just can't the get it. <laughs> but yes, she's doing terrible things to the environment and those sewage plants. I agree with Jane. It's something yes. that we should be mindful of. We're going into a stage, I mean, we're going to be talking about electricity costs a lot. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm in the Western yeah. Cape now. I mean, you know, we're having to be frugal about everything, water consumption, electricity mm-hmm. consumption. It's um, yeah, fuel consumption. Hello. Um, we're just going to have to be more and more mindful for all sorts of reasons, our own pockets and then, you know, environmentally yeah, yeah. as well. Um, we're just going to have to, all of us, play our part and just Absolutely. use less yes. of the stuff that we're used to using. Yeah, Yeah, Jane, thank you for that insight. There she's gone. And uh, Eddie in Germiston. Hello, Eddie. Hello, ladies. Very clean top again. Enjoying it. What, <laughs> I'm not, I haven't got an 18-pack in front of me, but do they give the weight of the whole nine or eight? Pack that could give you a good guide to the weight of each roll by just dividing what's in there, which is a better quality. Right. The relationship between the weight, Wendy? I don't think they do declare it. I'm going to quickly, while we're chatting, have a look at a photograph that I have. But I think they're required to do it just uh, per number of rolls in the pack. Something to also be on on the lookout for, and it's related to to toilet paper, is, is tissues. They used to always come, those boxes used to be mm, 200. Mm, mm-hmm. Now they slowly become 180 and some are even 150. So when you're buying tissues, same thing. Always look at the number of tissues that you can get the best deal. And the size of the tissues vary massively. So I've come become quite good at it, as sort of sussing out what the best deal is because mm-hmm. um, if you don't look at that information from the pack, you'll get ripped off. And some people don't care. They buy by the pretty box and they don't care what it costs. Yes, and yes. That's great for them. But for those of us who do want 
to get the best deal, it's worth looking at those numbers. Absolutely. But, you know, that's one product that I never really saw value in. Yes, maybe the little one in the bag, the one in the loo, of course, but just that ni- that box of tissues and J. Just never. No, <laughs> based of money on the packaging. I buy a little soft pack from Pick and Pay, their no-name thing. Yeah. It pulls out just fine, and it's it's really good value. I don't, sorry to give a plug to Pick and Pay, but <laughs> yes, that's yes. one of the products. It's in a plain, not pretty, no flowers, no cardboard, mm-hmm. but does the mm-hmm. job, and I'm not overpaying for packaging. And again, it's an environmental issue Absolutely. as well. Next, yeah. we have uh, Robert in Midrand. Hello, Robert. Hi, guys. Hey, hi, Robert. I just want to say about it. Uh, hello, Alessandra. Nice to, to, to be in your show. I travel a little bit the world. Mm-hmm. I travel to Europe. I travel to South Asia. I travel to Australasia and the Pacific. And I find that the, our toilet paper is absolutely not even fracture to the standards what they do with the uh, toilet paper, what they have there. They will not allow something like a, you can see the, from Johannesburg to Pretoria through the, the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. If you understand me what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's some standards there. And first of all, secondly, all these people, they never dispose the toilet paper to the toilet. They dispose the bins. In, ah, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you we, know what I mean. They, they, they come in there that the single play of the paper is about a four times thicker than the our two ply yes. or three ply mm-hmm. paper. Okay, all right, Wendy. I I get that a lot from people who've travelled, yes. and it's one of the things I get very often is. You know, I almost people say I almost want to come back with toilet paper in my luggage because it's wow. so great. Well, you know, I mean, you get you, you get what you pay for here. You get the really awful, cheapy stuff that's not even compliant with regulations, and then you get the more premium two ply. And and honestly, uh, I, I, maybe I need to travel more, but <laughs> I, I don't really see how we could have. You know, it does the job. Do it you, does. You really need. You know what I mean? It's like flushing your toilet with mineral water. Do you need? Do you need to do that? <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I don't know. That's just paper. my little... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Robert, you know I mean? thank you for the call. <laughs> Let's go to Sarah next to In Centurion. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Anza. Hi. Um, um, okay, I had an issue with uh, one of the retail stores with regards to toilet paper. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was flaky. You know, I had to literally dust it off before I used it. Mm. And it, it was a two-ply, oh, but, well, mm. it, it was just a two-ply that's just falling apart. Mm. So I sent them a, a, a tweet and I complained and they responded. But they asked me like a gazillion questions. I didn't even know half of those things that they were asking me for. So I responded to what I could. And, well, after a couple of weeks, then they responded, okay, we'll give you a voucher. And then, but I was right. like, oh, come on, guys. You know, this is, I, I'm like, I, I'm a fan of this toilet paper because previously it's been doing the job. But, oh, well, it's not doing the job anymore. Mm, yeah, no, I, that flakiness that you talk about, you know, where you can see some of the fibers, it's all dusty and it like yeah. just barely stays yeah. together. You know, yeah. it barely keeps it together. Oh, you yeah. can see that in public loos as well, in, in shopping malls and that kind of yeah. thing. If you look at the floor, there's just those flakes of the toilet paper mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if that, if that happens, um, I, certainly this is where our smartphones come into their own and just take really 
good close-up, clear pictures of the problem and send it to them or post it on social or whatever you're comfortable right. with. Yeah. Because the, using the, the, the images to make your point is mm-hmm. so much more compelling than just trying with your words. Um, and, and yeah, vouchers are fine, but you, you really want to know, I bought this before it was fine. Now it's not fine. Is it a batch issue or I'm trying to find out from you, from you whether I must have the confidence to buy this product Again, in the future or yes. not. And you're not helping me here. Yeah. That's the kind of way I think we should be engaging with, with yes. suppliers. Make them answer us intelligently. Yes. And I think that what Sarah said is, let me just ask her. Sarah, did you contact the retailer or the manu, oh, she's gone or the oh. manufacturer? And what do you advise when you just quickly? About- I would advise. I would advise, look, if something goes wrong with a product you've bought, the person you handed your money to is responsible for the refund. But if you really want to get to the bottom of the issue of the tissue <laughs> is, is to go to the manufacturer and, and say, you know, this is the batch, whatever. Is it a problem with this batch? Is it what's going on? Because this is not acceptable quality. Yeah. But I also think tag the retailer because the more pressure on the manufacturer, uh, Abs- the better because the retailer is an important yes, part in their value but the chain. The answers are going to come from the, from Absolutely. the uh, manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. Well, Wendy, we've got to take headlines and we're coming back to more comments, but look at what Tabang Mo on Twitter has done. He says, life goals to flush my toilet with mineral water. <laughs> oh no. Whole string of love. <laughs> emojis after that. <laughs> what have I started? What have you started? Okay. So um, let's leave it there for now and bring you headlines with Tara Penny. After this, we're going to look at some of the other knowledge you need to have about some of the other products that you're buying from tuna to pet food to fruit juice and we continue to take your calls. But first, the latest in EWN headlines. Azania Musaga on 702. And we're back with uh, consumer journalist Wendy Nola. She's with us every single Thursday uh, just after 2 o'clock. We're we look at all sorts of consumer matters. We opened the show by looking at toilet paper and how not to get a bum deal when you're buying your toilet roll. And she explained some of the regulations and what we should look out for. Um, and we're also taking your calls. Wendy, here's a, a WhatsApp from Jeannie in Moraleta Park. And it says, it's good that the toilet paper breaks up totally. We see in the reserve where we work when there is a serious overflow. The problem is the wet wipes and condoms and sanitary tampons as well as earbuds huge problem so um just adding on to the wow. point that was made earlier on by jane about toilet paper breaking yes. down the impact on the sewage system so um let's also look at some of the other po- products just getting that inside track inside knowledge about what we're actually buying um tuna is one of the things that we should also be aware of canned tuna specifically well, yeah you'll notice that they come in three different uh Variant. So there's shredded tuna, which I think most of us would understand what sh- what shredded tuna is, and there's a reason why it's cheaper because it's all broken up, right? So, yeah. so that's fine. It usually is cheaper, but I find that most people don't know the difference between um, chunks and um, sorry, it's solid tuna and um, tuna chunks. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they seem like the same thing. Mm-hmm. But this is a, something else that's actually regulated by the National Regulator of Compulsory Standards. So those descriptions are not random at all. With tuna chunks, no more than 30% of the drained contents can be pieces of less than 12 millimeters. That's how specific it is. Mm-hmm. A product described as solid tuna can't have more than 18% of free flakes oh. in the can, and the contents must turn out of the can in a single portion. So it must be this... Solid thing as in solid tuna. So the solid tuna is the most superior of the three. Mm. And knowing this can open your eyes to real bargains on the shelf because 
often the solid tuna is cheaper than the um the tuna chunks, and, the chunks. and ah. it's better yeah ah. so that solid tuna is the one that must come out of the can Altogether. completely intact yes. Yes. and it's the it's the most um superior of the of the cans of tuna and as i say it's often um either the same price or or cheaper sometimes mm-hmm. than the rest and it's actually the best deal okay. so i have i put that into practice a lot when i'm buying tuna uh, and, then and then the labeling of pet yeah. food is also equally important. This is something that most people don't know. Again, how those packs are labeled, the descriptions of, of what's inside aren't very far from, from um, random. Um, so given that uh, dogs and cats are essentially, especially cats, are carnivorous, what you should be looking for, apart from the price per kilo, is a product with the highest meat content, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So... Here's what those descriptions mean, um, and we'll put it up on the blog somewhere, I'm sure. sure. Um, so, with chicken flavor, me is the is the least meat content. It means up to four percent chicken, right? Mm. Uh, and this applies obviously to beef and whatever the flavor of meat is. So, yeah. with chicken flavor means it's very little, up to four percent. Just with chicken means at least four percent chicken. Mm. And then if they use high in or rich in or with extra chicken means at least at least 14% chicken. Mm. So there's a big difference there, but I really, from the people I've spoken to, it's just like, uh, we didn't, we had no idea. So a while ago at my local spa, there were two 1.75 kilogram packs of dog food selling side by side. One yeah. was described as with chicken flavor, 117 rand. And the lesser known brand was described as rich in chicken and rice. In other words, the second option was much meatier and it cost mm. 70 rand less. Mm. So I think if you, as again, again, knowledge is power. If you know what the, the descriptions mean, if you know they're not random, yeah. um, you can actually benefit from them. And link to the price. The value. Yes. yes and link to the price. Now, one so, that keeps coming up, and I think we do need clarity around fruit juice. Yeah, I get this a lot. So when they say um, 100%, what do they mean? <laughs> because, yeah, the question I get a lot is if you look at the ingredients list of a product that's labeled 100, 100% fruit juice, you get a whole list of things. And they're like, well, what is what part of 100% are they not getting? If it's 100% <laughs> fruit juice, how can there be additives, um, preservatives and, uh, you know, flavorings yeah, yeah. and, and how is that even possible? But the, the, actually the, the regulations do allow for it. So legally, a product that's uh, called 100%, 100% fruit juice or juice um, must consist of a natural juice of the named fruit, so mm-hmm. orange, for example, but it may also contain permitted preservatives, citric acid, ascorbic acid, carbon dioxide, mm-hmm. and natural essences or aromas. Yeah. Okay. That's just the way it is. Most of that 100% juice is actually reconstituted. So it's mm. juice from fruits such as apples, grapes, and oranges that's been extracted. And then they don't just pour it into the carton like that. They concentrate it by removing the water via evaporation to oh. reduce the volume and protect its shelf life. And then when, when, they, when they put it into the carton or put it into the pack, mm-hmm. they dilute it again before they're bottled. So... You'll often see some of the more sort of more expensive health, uh, health juices and the sort of healthier aisles or whatever. It'll say not reconstituted. Oh, is that um, what that they, means? Oh, so it's actually it, it, oh, it's a concentrate yeah. that's diluted. Okay. Yeah, which is not what you sort of expect a lot Mm-mm. of people. Um, so if you want 
freshly squeezed juice that mm. doesn't have any additives at all. The description to look for is fresh fruit juice, and you don't see too much of that. No, but no. yeah, the hundred percent juice thing is a question that I get with regularly a steady stream of people that see that, look at the ingredients, and say, no, 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 what's yes, going on here? This no is something's way. not adding up. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just interesting. You know, these these regulations are hidden away in government gazettes and in uh, regulations. Mm-hmm. Wendy, what's happened to our link to Cape Town, Abel? Uh, do we have you back, Wendy? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> okay, we thought, oh, maybe she fainted. What? Put We're me in my place. <laughs> okay. Didn't but, touch a button, I promise. I see. But that does bring us to the end of our chat today. Thank you as always. You must welcome. We'll chat soon next yes, week. Absolutely. So also, okay. um, just to take a look at what else Wendy is working on, go on to the 702 page. There is a tab on the side, on the right hand side, and you can see all the other blogs that she's written. Um, and also we do put this up as a podcast. So you can always listen back. And if there is a consumer issue that directly, uh, uh affects you and you know that other people will also be quite keen, do drop us an email as onion702.co.za as we uh, want to profile as much as, of, of what is of interest and of concern to you as possible. So it's azania at 702.co.za.